Bienvenida to the Latina Business Coach Podcast. I'm Jessica, your host, founder of Femina Society for Latina Entrepreneurs, mentor, and business strategist. This podcast is for you if you have a massive desire to be successful and you know you have crazy potential, but you're still wondering why you're not where you want to be or even how to get started. The thing that you're missing, it's called strategy. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this podcast because, mija, you're trying to build an empire and you just need someone to tell you how. Lista? Let's go. Hello, amigas and friends. Welcome to the fourth episode to help you create a strategy around building your business. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to build business connections, which could lead to potential collaborations, which could lead to potential friendships, new comadres, you just never know. So it doesn't matter what phase of business you are in right now, or if either you're just starting or you're already established, you're going to need to grow your network. So Maybe you work from home and you have forgotten what it's like to have a real conversation. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and some of the conversations you have pretty much are with yourself all day. Maybe you just are on the phone. Maybe you don't really see people. But I remember when I was starting over after having my kids and realizing that I needed to put myself back out there again, I knew that I was going to have to make new friends and new connections and have real conversations, which honestly made me pretty nervous because I couldn't think back to the last time when I was like trying to make friends on purpose, right? And so I think maybe that was back in high school where we were forced to interact. And now you technically don't really need to talk to anyone in certain industries, right? But one of my favorite words, as you guys know, is how. So I was like, all right, how do I make new friends? Like, I know that this is going to be part of the process. And so in this podcast, I'm going to give you can literally try with a coworker or at a networking event or the lady next to you at Target. I don't know, but I promise that this is a skill that you need to acquire, okay? Even if in the past you don't really have a good social history, like if you were the mean girl or if you were the quiet girl, you need to be able to do these to make friends. And I'm going to go into that. But before, Some of you are thinking like, Jess, I really don't need to make new friends. I really don't need connections. I got this. And I totally get that because I am as much as extroverted as I am. I am an introvert and I am totally fine with sitting on my couch in pajamas and like not leaving my house, right? Like I totally get that. But I'm just going to state scientific facts before we get started for anybody that wants to give me pushback on not needing friends or not needing an inner circle. But science literally says that people that have fewer friends are actually more susceptible to health problems, more so than people that are obese or that smoke 15 cigarettes a day. Like as humans, we need connections. So whether you use this advice to help you grow your business network or personally to help maybe just make some new friends, to shed some old friends and just come into some new, like we need connections, okay? And so whether that be in your business, like maybe you might need someone someday. Don't ever say never. I know we're really independent and we don't want to count on people, but you never know when you might have met that one girl at that event. And later on, you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I said something to her. I wish I had connected with her. I wish I wasn't so dang awkward. So that's what these steps are going to come through. And you know what? I'm going to acknowledge the women that are not socially awkward like some of us. 
<laughs> like maybe you're really good at making friends and maybe that this has been a skill that's always been natural to you. And that's amazing. Just as refresh reminders that as adults, especially when you're trying to make memorable connections that you're not coming off too strong or like you're trying too hard. So I'm just going to acknowledge that one of the hardest things is definitely human connection and making friends. And I don't care who you are, whether you're the president of the United States or if you're Miss Universe or if you, whatever it is that you're, whatever position and whatever company that you're in, if you have someone that's on your side due to connection, they felt like they got to know you, they liked you, they trust you, you have an advantage over somebody that even if they're in a higher position than you, that's maybe a little bit less liked. And we can all think of someone like that in our job or in our business, you know, like people that are not that well liked and sometimes that fires against them, even if they're higher up in the company. I'm going to be honest with you guys, going back to me when I was looking to reconnect and make new friends, of course, you guys know I'm super nerdy. I'm going to always share this with you. I look up books for everything. I just always have. I love to read. And so the book that came up at this point for me was How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. This book was written over 80 years ago. It's so crazy, but it's so relevant now. It was actually written in the Times of the Great Depression. This book was used, like some of the tactics in this book were used for presidents, wars, just amazing tips. A couple of them are going, a couple of those tips are going to be part of the what I'm going to talk about. But of course, I added my own and added my own flair to it because I have experimented a lot. So here we go. Step number one to make friends, connections, make someone like you, whatever you want to call this, <laughs> however you want to label it. I'm going to say, let's call it making connections. Step number one, okay? This is to take interest in people. So this is something that is hard for a lot of people. I don't know why it gets really hard because when we meet someone, we want to word vomit and we want to try to make people be like interested in us. Like, look at me, look at all the things I've accomplished, look at all of the things I'm doing. It's really easy for us to try to be interesting rather than be interested in people. And I've made this mistake, maybe you have made this mistake where you meet somebody that you're like, you've been wanting to connect with them, you have a chance, and then you just tell them all about the things that you have done or that you're working on. And so even though this is awesome, and of course, you should never be afraid to take up space, especially if you're doing really cool things, whatever. But for the sake of connection, you want to be genuinely interested in getting to know that person. So let's say maybe you do know about them or you don't know about them. You've just blindly met this person. You want to take interest in getting to know this person. So I'm not saying like, tell me your whole life story, but you do want to take a little bit of time to see what fascinates them, what they're passionate about, how they spend their time. So even if this is the CEO of a company talking business, you also just want to be like, hey, like, what do you do on your spare time? Or tell me about your kids. Like, you know, like, what do your kids do for like, what do you and your kids do for fun? Like that kind of thing. So you want to be able to connect with them on a human level and take interest in them as people. So aside from just taking interest in what it is that they do, just genuine interest, right? Nothing too cheesy, but you also want to know like what it is about it. So you just want to ask another question like, okay, like if they say, oh, on my spare time, I really like golf and you don't know squat about golf, right? Like this would be me if someone was like, oh yeah, I actually really enjoy golf. I'd be like, uh, well, like where's your favorite place to golf? 
And say if they start talking and you're like, I literally have no idea what this means, right? You're not going to be fake. You're not going to be ingenuine, but you're just going to make it your temporary obsession. So this book that I'm telling you about, they actually say that to make this your temporary obsession because when people start talking about what they like and what interests them, it kind of opens them up. It gets them more comfortable with you. They're able to be more open. If you have a proposal, if you have an elevator pitch, or if you're trying to propose something, if they're kind of like more warmed up and open, then it gives you more of an open window to then go in and ask for something else. Being genuinely interested. And then at this point, maybe what you're trying to ask for isn't even like a pitch or a business deal or anything like that. Maybe what you're trying to do is ask for advice. And honestly, girl, if you ask somebody for advice, this is like, this fires a lot of people up. So say if it's something that you know is in their area of expertise and it's not something that's like beating a dead horse where like you could have just Googled it, right? If this is something that you're just meeting someone and they're like, okay, my specialty is in health and nutrition. And then you say, okay, great. Like, can you give me like your favorite, your number one tip on how to lose 10 pounds? Then they would love to talk about that because one, they're passionate about it. Two, they are the experts, right? Or three, also they, they're like willing to share, like they want to give. And so that's just a human nature in all of us. So that is step number one, is to genuinely be interested in people, ask for advice on that topic that they're passionate about. Step number two is to give praise or a compliment. I'm not talking about like a fake compliment, like something that you could generically say to everything. But if you say, you know, like if you see somebody and they have some nice shoes or you like the way that they did their makeup, like you can genuinely give praise or compliment for that, right? If you think back to some of the best teachers you've ever had or some of the best bosses you've ever had, I think that there's a study that shows that the reason why you liked them most is because they gave you praise when needed. Like they acknowledged things that you did, maybe that were difficult. If you have somebody that you're meeting and you give them praise, especially if it's praise in front of other people, that's like 100% brownie points extra. But if you praise like their progress or like, I'm going to give you an example for like, have you ever had somebody that you thought you didn't like, maybe just for whatever assumption or judgment that you pass or whatever, and you decide, you know what, I don't like this person, but then that person gives you a genuine compliment on something that you like worked really hard on. All of a sudden you're like, oh, they're not that bad. I I think I like them. (laughs) All of a sudden you're like, actually, they're not really that bad. So that's what I mean is when you give a genuine compliment, it makes people, again, just more open to you. Like, wow, they're they're nice or they noticed this about me or they gave me praise. And and you just never know, like, especially if, if you compliment someone's outfit or something just simple, but you never know how much work that took somebody. And so when someone acknowledges that and compliments you, it can go a long way. You want to take this one step further and give compliments or praise to people that are already in your life or people that are already connected to you, like your spouse or your partner or your friends, your kids. You always want to make sure that you praise things that they're doing right, especially things that you know are hard for them. So the best way to give a compliment would be like, saying something like, hey, I really like the way that you did this. And it's so specific. So even if you have a friend right now, if you just literally want to send them a text and be like, hey, I really like the way that you do this, 
And when it's a genuine compliment, I bet you that everyone's going to be like, wow, that was so nice of her. That was so genuine. That came out of nowhere. It was like, it's nice to be recognized for those things. Okay, so number three could be honestly ranked as number one because it's so important, but it is to be yourself. I don't care if you are meeting the president of the company, the president of the United States, somebody super important, somebody at the bottom of the food chain. It doesn't matter. I want you to always be yourself, whether that's sarcastic or awkward or, you know, if you cuss, like it just be yourself. I have a friend that does a really good job at this. Ariana, if you're listening, but... Since the moment I've met her, she has been her most authentic, unapologetic self. And at first, it was almost like, oh, dang, this girl's like no filter from the get-go, right? But then also, it's something that you find endearing. The right people are going to be, uh, are not going to think that it's too much. The right people are going to appreciate your personality. And later on, they can't be like, oh, man, like I didn't know that she was like this or that was really fake or she came off as this, but she wasn't. No, like you were always yourself from the get-go. And I think that's one of the most attractive qualities in a person, man or woman, as dating or as friends is when someone is legitimately their unapologetic self showing up, especially if you're your own boss, if this is your own company, your own business or personal brand, that is literally the staple is you just being your best self and your most authentic self and to start with. So before giving compliments and taking interest in people, show up as yourself, okay? Okay, step number four is to be of service. So I know that we are in a business where we are often thinking about ourselves. We wanna grow the business. We're working on ourselves. We're doing all the things. So we want people to help us and we're trying to be people that wanna be, you know, that are gonna add value to our lives and our business. But what if you switch that around and instead you think, how can I be of service to this person that I'm meeting? How can I help them? And when you come from a place of service, no matter what industry you're in, even in your job, your corporate job, if you flip the script and you think, how can I add value to this person's life? Uh, and you have that abundant mindset, I promise you it will come back tenfold. Like, how can I add value. And so when you even say that to people like, hey, let me know what I can do for you. Uh, that is a true connection, a true relationship, whether that be personal or business, where you can both mutually serve and exchange value. And remember that sometimes value isn't in the form of cash or money. And we just think that like, oh, well, they're only adding value if they're buying my product or if I'm getting money to, from them. No, sometimes exchanging value comes in the form of who they know or having them connect with other people or hearing of an opportunity that might be good for you or connecting you with other people that would be interested in your service. You just never know. But when you flip the script instead of what can they do for me instead change it to what can I do for them? And you kind of just say that like, hey, let me know how I can help you with your business or how can I send people to you? It totally changes the game. I promise you that that will build a relationship no matter what. Okay, lastly, I'm gonna throw in this step number five. I didn't plan to bring this one up, but I feel like, you know what? I'm just gonna talk about it. So step number five is to stay in touch. Briefly, we meet people. I know we're all busy. I know it's crazy. We try to keep up with everyone. And I just wanna say that one of the best ways to maintain that relationship is to stay connected. For example, today I text a friend just to let her know I was thinking about her. Why? Because I was thinking of her, you know, when you're driving and you think of someone, you're like, oh, like, I wonder what she's doing. 
I literally just texted her and said, hey, I'm thinking of you. And then she texted me back and said, wow, that made my day. And it was just a genuine text that was all we said and we moved on. (laughs) And so sometimes that's what it takes is like if someone that you met at a dinner or someone that you haven't connected with in a long time, just touch base. It's okay to reconnect. We all are busy. And sometimes we feel awkward because we feel like we let too much time go by. And if we just reach out, it's weird. But if you're kind of just touching base with people, liking their pictures, dropping a comment here and there, it's not weird when you do need to reach out. Hope that these helped you. I have given you five steps to make connections with friends and business in life. I encourage you to tap into these steps. I hope that they are applicable to wherever you are in your business or in your life. Uh, I would love to know how these benefit you, how you implemented them. If you had one that really stood out to you, please tag me on Instagram, take a screenshot, send it to me. I will repost it. And finally, I just wanted to let you guys know that my course, Strategize Your Business, is open for enrollment until the 29th of February. After that, it's going to be a self-run course. It's all about how to strategize your business on a deeper level. It's an eight-week module course. If you're interested in learning more about it, go ahead and go on my website, www.latinabusinesscoach.com. I cannot wait to help you grow your business or your big idea. And remember that this business is going to be so much more fun. This big idea is going to be so much more exciting if you have friends and people around you to share it with, genuine people that want to make connections like you, genuine people that want to hear your idea that are interested in you. And then also at the same time, you're showing interest in them. You're mutually exchanging value. It's going to be so powerful. This is a part of your business that you cannot purchase. You cannot purchase connection. You cannot buy friendships. It needs to be genuine. It needs to be real. And if you follow these steps, I promise you that you will find some good connections. I can't wait for you to apply these. Remember that I only share advice of things that I have implemented within my own life and my own business. And by using and applying these steps, I have been able to make some connections, some really powerful friendships from scratch, from people that I DM'd on Instagram, from people that have messaged me, from people that I have sat with coffee, from someone that I've met at a networking event. I promise you that I have literally implemented these steps, taken interest in people, given a compliment offered my services, offered to help, offered to serve. All of those things I implemented and I have made real connections and real friends that are that I didn't know just even last year. It's so powerful. Thank you guys. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so grateful for you. If you want to keep hearing podcasts like this, nothing inspires me more than seeing that people are subscribing. So please subscribe, please leave a review and tell me what are some of the key lessons you learned and how you're going to apply this to your business. Also, can you do one more thing for me? Take a screenshot and post it. I'll definitely share it and just remember one more thing. You could be one strategy away from making it big. Hasta la próxima. Say goodbye, Latina business coach. Say goodbye, Latina business coach.